You are listening to episode 20 of the New Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast. Every day, our world is shifting and changing. New technology, new traditions, new relationships, responsibilities, and challenges. How can you keep up? Welcome to the New Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast, where transformation specialist Holly Rovinger and her expert guests, along with everyday people, have conversations on how to survive and thrive in this new world that's continually redefining itself. Whether you decide to listen for the motivation, the education, entertainment, engagement, or inspiration, you'll want to tune in weekly. Here now with all the new rules for your life and your business is your host, Holly Rovinger. Hello and welcome back to New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. I'm Holly Rovinger and I'm just thrilled to have you here. As you can tell from the introduction, the purpose of this podcast is to provide information to help baby boomer women entrepreneurs or those that want to be not only survive but thrive in our rapidly changing world. I joke that we're morphing into the Jetson era but I know most of you can see all around you, this is becoming more and more of our new reality. It's crazy. I never thought in my lifetime I would see phone TV where we could actually see the people we are speaking with. Again, it's reminiscent of the Jetsons. And this new technology, especially that we see on the internet, changes so rapidly that you blink, you learn a skill, and then there's something else you have to know. Well, the technology is definitely a positive, but the flip side is that we have drifted and have lost a lot of the general etiquette of life. And I believe we need to get back to basics. Doing this will also help stop the overwhelm, the frustration, the feelings of, I just can't keep up with it all that a lot of people are feeling. And part of my mission is to help you step into your best life which means engaging and being present, whether it's in your personal or professional life or both, depending on your situation, because only then do you become empowered and elevate the way you are living. With that in mind, I choose my guests to interview very carefully. They will give you tips, tricks, strategies, advice, etc., to really help you. They are gracious enough to share their story so you can not only learn from them, but become inspired and motivated to be and do your best. And the topic of for today is it's really up to you. And my special guest is Pat Miss You. How are you, Pat? Hey, hi there. I'm really good. Thanks for having me. I said your name right, correct? You did. You certainly did. I'm <laughs> impressed. I Thank wa- you. I actually watched a video and I heard you say <laughs> how to say it. So I did my homework. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> so I'm going to just tell you um, a little bit about Pat's business awards, and then I'm going to turn it over to her to talk about a little bit more of her bio. But uh, Pat has won quite a few awards as a woman in business, she won the Stevie Award for Women in Business for 2012 and 2013 as Female Entrepreneur of the Year in Canada, one of the top 100 business experts to follow on Twitter, and she was nominated three times for RBC Canadian Woman Entrepreneur of the Year. Well, wow, <laughs> that's amazing, Pat. Can you give the audience a little bit of your background before that? 
Sure, I'd love to. And thank you for sharing that. I'm very proud of those achievements because, as you know my story, Holly, it's only been a few years that I have stepped back into business and really taken hold of my life, turned it around, reinvented myself, and um, have pretty much positioned myself as unique in the market. My background way back, I'm old. <laughs> My background is in human resources, training and development and sales and marketing. And most of my career was spent on the West Coast of Canada. I came out of corporate, like probably many of your listeners came out of corporate, had an opportunity to contract with an organization out of Seattle, Washington for a 10-year period where I was doing not only the marketing and sales of their programs, which were all based on critical thinking skills. So that's where I developed my expertise in mindset. But I also did all the training. I trained the trainers and I was part of their International Speakers Bureau. So I have a strong background in professional speaking as well. And then everything changed in life. I don't know if you want to hop into that right now well we certainly can because you know it fits so much into how the world is just you know spinning and changing and really morphing for so many people and you know pat especially for us baby boomer women i mean the incidence of uh divorce is still on the rise as as well as you know baby boomer women just losing their spouse they you know they become widows so whether it's divorce or becoming a widow it's the same thing they're you know they're still all the grieving and growing and all the changes that do take place in your life. So, yeah, before we get into today's number, why don't you tell everyone, because I, I really feel such a big connection to you. I'm still, you know, going through a lot of the adjustments that you went through. But uh, Pat had written a book about her experience after her divorce. And uh, Pat, is it available for everyone online or where can they find it? Because I, I found it very inspiring. Oh, thanks. No, it's not generally available to the public. It's something I put together a few years ago at the request of many of my girlfriends, actually, because as you mentioned, many baby boomers are going through life-changing events. So whether it is leaving corporate after a 20-plus year period, whether it is leaving their marriages after a similar length of time, whether it is through uh, early retirement, death of a spouse, taking care of elderly parents, Many of my friends are also, they have guardianship of their grandchildren. So it's a changing world. And so I put that book together as a result of having kept a journal going through my own experiences. And I had a limited number of copies printed. It is available through an e-version right now. And if people wanted to email me, I'm happy to just send them a copy as a gift, Holly. So I'll put they your, can reach me. Yeah, yeah go ahead. I'll put your email under the podcast so they'll have all your contact information. Perfect. Perfect. And the name of the book is Who Am I Now? And it's simple steps to reinventing your life after death of a spouse, early retirement, empty nest, and so on. And it's a very powerful book. It's a little, one of those wee little books that have a lot of great content, if I do say so myself. And so that book was put together at the request of many friends because they saw me go through a tough period of about three or four years. And this was a number of years ago on the West Coast when I was working with that firm out of Seattle, Washington, and I was growing in leaps and bounds because I had the opportunity to work very closely with the leading research psychologists around the world. 
as they were instrumental in creating content for the critical thinking skills programs, for the change management programs. And I got to work closely with them. So I took the information to heart and I grew. And while I was growing, my ex-husband, who was 10 years older than me, was retreating. And all he wanted to do was retire and make the world go away. And at the same period of time, you know, life stuff started to happen. His parents were elderly because he was 10 years older than me. So his mother was uh, diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease. His father had terminal cancer. My best friend had breast cancer. Our children had their, were experiencing their first pregnancy and delivered twins, one of whom was born without a brain and was taken off life support a few days later and passed. And all of these things were happening like bang, bang, bang. And I don't say that for anyone to feel sorry for me. I'm What I want to share is the fact that the mindset skills I have and that I teach are what prepared me and enabled me to take those major life hits and bounce right back and get right back in the game. Not to say it was not a tough time because it was. And because there were so many people who I loved dearly who needed me and I wanted to be there for them. And I had such a negative atmosphere at home. I made the decision one day when I knew and I felt my soul was dying. I just turned around. I walked out the door of my marriage after 22 years I just walked out the door. I didn't look back. I didn't take anything. I didn't need anything because I still had my brain and I had my dream and I knew I believed in my abilities. So I walked out the door, took care of everybody who needed caring, and my world fell apart around me. My mother-in-law died. My father-in-law died. My best friend died. My grandson died. It was really, it was a very interesting time, actually. And what I did was I left the organization I was with and I took a job for that period. Because if any of your listeners are entrepreneurs, you know and understand that it takes a lot of energy and a lot of focus to reach your goals. So I took a job and got through the rain and then made the decision to start a new life because it was my time now. So I moved to the East Coast where my 85-year-old mother lived at the time and with whom I had been estranged for 10 years. She didn't like my ex-husband. <laughs> and so once I separated and divorced, um, we reunited. So I moved to the East Coast after a five-year job period. And I made an effort to relaunch my coaching and speaking and training business. That was a tough, tough year. The upside was my mother and I reconnected. The downside was business was not booming at all. It was a hard year. It was a lonely year. Ben and Jerry were my best friends. <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> always so, the way? <laughs> yeah, they were the best. And I had another job opportunity put in front of me, so I took it. Now, this is I'm 57 at this point in time. I took that job opportunity and thought, oh, I'm just going to sail on into retirement. Everything will be fine. And I hated every day of it. And I realized I am not cut out to be an employee. I needed to step back in and do the work that I'm here to do. And so after a year in that job, when I just stuffed away as much money as I could, 
That job did enable me to get a letter to say I was gainfully employed and eligible for a mortgage for a house. That was the good news. So at 57, I left that job and I thought, the heck with it. I am going to hire the best marketing coach I can find. I am going to learn how to market my expertise because that was the gap. And uh, I'm going to make a go of this. So that was four and a half, almost five years ago. And I have taken my business now from less than zero to, uh, in December, we crossed over the half million mark. So congratulations. Now, Pat, that's amazing. That really is. It is. I'm just going to interrupt you for one second because, you know, you said something very important that I think a lot of entrepreneurs miss the boat on. And I also noticed um, on your website, you talk about it too, that if you can't afford coaching or you can't afford to do something, for God's sakes, go out and get a job. You know, I'm an entrepreneur through and through, you know, the same as you are, and I am not a good employee by any means. But, you know, after after going through my situation, I, I did the same thing. I found I tapped into a passion and a talent I never knew I had. And I got a job and it, it's, you know, it's on my terms and my time, but it allows me to get the coaching and the help that I need. So I just want the listeners to realize too, you know, listen to what you did, you know, getting a job just to support your entrepreneurial needs. It, job is not a dirty word if, it, if it's just a stepping yeah. stone, you know, to get That's you right. where you're going. Well, I called that job my bank loan. Because no bank was going to even look at me, let alone listen to me. My ex-husband ran up the credit cards. I didn't have anything, right? I came here with a wish and a prayer, I guess. And so I could not go to the banks for a startup loan. I had no savings. I had no retirement fund. I had no spouse to fund me. So I looked at the job as a bank loan, and I highly recommend that for startup entrepreneurs. There is nothing wrong with that, and it is much better than being a starving entrepreneur. So that's what I did four and a half years ago, like almost five years ago now, and I worked my butt off. I did everything my coach told me to do. I paid attention. I did whatever it took. I paid whatever it took. And, you know, it's paid off. So that's a piece of advice I give to anybody listening. Do the work. Well, you know, and I like you said that. And I was noticing online, too, at your event that you say, make a decision, make a plan, and make money. And it sounds to me that's exactly what you did. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's exactly right. Get a coach. Get a plan. Work the plan. Yeah, I mean, you've really, you've come a long way. I mean, five years is a very Mm -hmm. short time to do, you know, to do what you did. So why don't you just share what your new role is? Because it's pretty much what we've been uh, talking about. But why don't you just jump right in? Today's new rule. My new rule is, well, it really connects with my favorite quote, but my new rule is that you've got to take care of yourself. You have got to. I know a lot of people think that, you know, well, the government will take care of me. And certainly people my age, well, there's Social Security and and la, la, la. You know what? The bottom line is we're all going to die alone, one to a box. You've got to take care of yourself. And we are all extremely capable for doing that, especially entrepreneurs. So that's one part of it. 
uh, that whole thing around job security, I, it's gone. It's over, people. It, it just doesn't exist anymore. Oh, my the security, God. what? And no, I was just going to say, oh, my God, my cousin, who was working with the company 23 years, last yeah. week, they let her go. She was yeah. the most faithful. Yeah. She was like their best employee. They felt terrible. But guess what? They got bought by another That's company, and they still let her go. That's business. It's business. And so I, when I'm coaching entrepreneurs, I'm always telling them, look, the competition is not outside of you. The competition is within you. And your job security, if you want to call it that, is within you. So my advice is, much like I did for those 10 years, learn some critical thinking skills. Not only, you know, every year everybody's talking about getting physically fit. That's really important. But you've got to get mentally fit to survive and thrive as an entrepreneur. You've got to get those mental, those critical thinking skills around resiliency and flexibility and handling fear and comfort zones and self-talk, all of those things. That's the secret sauce. Oh, yeah. And I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, I totally, whenever, and it's funny because some of the things you've said, I find myself, uh, I've said as well, like when I speak, you know, the, the name of my talk is learn how to dance in the rain. And I say, I tell my story as well. And I say, I tell you that not to feel sorry for me, but to inspire you. And what you've done, Pat, is it's the same thing. You know, they say women are like tea bags, put us in hot water and this strong, we get stronger and stronger. And that's exactly what you did. You know, and you just, you're either going to get, you're going to get stronger. You're going to drown. It's up to you. Yeah. And it is the whole mindset thing. And it is a lot of, um, something I can call fear, you know, fear, uh, aversion or fear maintenance, get rid of the fear because, you know, you and I both know fear and success cannot exist in your mind at the same time. They just can't because fear paralyzes you. So you really need to, you know, get past that. And, you know, people say all the time when somebody's going through hardship, well, aren't you afraid? You know, how do you get up in the morning? Well, what's your option? You know, and also part of the whole mindset thing is you had a huge why, you know, what yeah. was your motivation? And that's something I think people who aren't successful forget, you know, or their why isn't strong enough. They're leaving themselves an out. Yeah. And you can't give yourself an out. No, you got to plow. Period. Yeah, you got to plow forward and uh, go go step by step. So, when you say people they they need to rely on themselves, and yes, they need to get a coach because nobody can can go it alone. Do you do you recommend any kind of a step by step process? Like, what do you what do you recommend for people just starting out, or for people who have tried and just aren't getting there? Well, there's a number of things. First of all, you've got to make a decision as to whether or not you are going to have a hobby or you're going to have a business. And these are in the words of my own coach. I have two coaches myself. Nobody can succeed in business alone, nor should you even try. Like, why would you even want to? So you've got to decide, are you going to have a hobby or are you going to have a business? And if you're going to have a business, you want to get really clear that there's a need for what you have to offer that there are people out there who are going to pay for that which you provide. You know, not all bright ideas can be turned into a profitable business. And so then the next part of that is to get very clear on the solution that you provide. What are you about? 
What are the benefits you bring? And then get a coach, get a plan, work the plan. And that's my mantra. Yeah, I mean, people, I think, overcomplicate. But, you know, I think the, the biggest barrier to getting everything going is to get the clarity. You know, what are you going to share? You know, what are you going to work with people on? And I think a lot of people do, they struggle with that. You know, how do they reinvent themselves? How do they go from, you know, like where you and I came from a life of almost, you know, semi-dependence to now a life of being totally independent and, you know, going it totally on your own. Definitely. is a, a, Yeah. It's, but it's a huge shift, huge shift. Yeah, definitely. So why do you think this whole entrepreneurship and, you know, if it's, if it's going to happen, it's got to be up to you. What are the benefits to somebody, whether it, you know, it's in their business or just as a person? To taking personal responsibility. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cause that's really what it's all about. The reason I left the marriage is the awareness and the recognition that I am responsible for my personal happiness I am responsible for my financial situation. My ex-husband loved to spend money and he really did in the last latter years, didn't want to work. He was tired of working and me being 10 years younger, I was still, you know, thriving on it. So I recognized that first of all, I couldn't keep up with his spending. Secondly, didn't care for the negative attitude all the time. And so I needed to take personal responsibility. Life is short. Nobody is going to take charge of my happiness. It's up to me. So personal responsibility is key. You want to succeed in business. You want to succeed in life. You must decide what you want. What are you prepared to do to get what you want? Another key to success around that is who are you hanging around? Because we become the average of the five people we spend time with and we earn the average of the five people we spend time with. So you really need to take a look at your circle. And in many instances, you must make some changes in that circle. And a lot of people, when I'm out doing my keynote speeches, I'm speaking at women's conferences and I'm telling them the story, this particular piece of advice, a lot of people think, oh, it's easy for you to say. But I've done it. I did... um, create that wall, that barrier, if you will, for 10 years with my own mother, for crying out loud, because of her negativity. And I left my negative husband, and I'm estranged from my twin sister, who's just as negative as the rest of them. So I did whatever it took. I made the tough decisions to create the life I have right now, which is very happy, very rewarding. My business is very, very profitable, and I have created this. And that's what each and every individual needs to do for themselves. Well, yeah, kudos to you. I mean, you, you've really succeeded where I know a lot of people haven't, you know, haven't been able to get to that point. So, you know, major, major kudos go out to you. And I think there are a lot of people that are negative. There are a lot of people that, you know, host that inside and do need to work on 
you know, changing all their negative thoughts, their negative patterns, their negative behaviors and, and turning them into positive ones if they can. Because I agree with you. And it's interesting if you, if you listen to my podcast that's being released, um, well, it'll be a few weeks before Pat's, but it's all about being happy and the happiness comes from within. And a lot of people look outside them for happiness and they're not going to find it. You know, you hit the nail on the head. It was inside you. You recognized it and you, you were brave enough to took, you know, to take the steps that you needed to take to really blossom and, you know, make your, make yourself shine through. So we all have the ability. We all have the ability to do that. It's not so much if they can, we all can, but do you want to, and are you prepared to do whatever it takes? Well, I think, and that's what it is too. You have to be, you know, wanting it enough that you will say nothing again will stop me, you know, Yes, you know, I agree. We all have it inside of us. But a lot of people, their why is not strong enough, you know, their desire that the minute an obstacle is put up in front, what happens? You know, the cave, the cave, because they do not have those critical thinking skills that I was talking about. Those are all learned skills. You can learn resilience. You can learn flexibility. You can learn to change your bad habit of negativity because that's all it is. You can change that bad habit when you know what you want and how bad you want it. Right. And right. Exactly. As long as you want it, you can plow ahead, plow ahead and do it. Mm -hmm. So Pat, share with everybody, what was your favorite quote? Favorite quote. My absolute favorite, and this came from my mentor, Lou Tice, from the Pacific Institute in Seattle, Washington. And that quote is, if it is to be, it is up to me. Now, let me put a qualifier on that because I get, I get flack sometimes when I say that. I am a Christian. I have strong faith. I believe in God. And so when I say if it's to be, it's up to me, I mean with the gifts, the talents, the free will that I have been given, and it's up to me to use those to the best of my ability, and to live my best life. Oh, and I love that. I can't believe you got flack for that because, you know, whether the whole spirituality and religion, you know what, that's so outside the realm. And I I just, I have a problem when people always bring that, you know, bring that in the forefront. It's part of everybody's life. They choose to honor it. They Mm -hmm. choose not to. But you know what, you're right because you have strength. You know, God gave you strength and you chose to use it. That's right. You know, that's the bottom line. So you also wrote some very interesting things about where your motivation comes from. And I'd like, you know, if you can just share a few of those with the audience. Well, my motivation comes from a lot of different places, but it comes from within mostly. It, you know, everybody's motivation comes from within. I cannot motivate you, Holly. I cannot motivate your listeners. I can inspire But everyone's motivation comes from within. So once you identify what you want, and again, part B, how bad do you want it? That's the key piece to it. And so with my strong faith, with my circle of five that I assess all the time, with my two coaches, I have a professional speaking coach and a business coach. And then with the plan, the goals that I have, right? That's what keeps me motivated. 
because I do the work and I get the results. It's motivating to watch your cash flow build. It's motivating to attract ideal clients and help them, teach them, guide them to their own success. All of that is motivating. As part of working with my business coach, I am in a high-level mastermind group out of um, South Carolina. I am hanging around high achievers. That motivates me. And those are the key things. And the other piece is, you know, I really do appreciate life for what it is and what it offers. And so I'm one of the rare breed of entrepreneurs who does believe in balance in life. I need and want to take the time off to recharge. The Sundays are my day. And if I were not to do that consistently, I would be doing a disservice to the people I serve. You've got to recharge. You've got to reconnect with nature, with your friends, with your family, all that which is important to you. Because those are the ones who are going to be with you to the end, not your job, not your bank account. You know, so those are the things that keep me going. Fabulous. And I know you talked about definitely having clear cut goals and being accountable to yourself. So, you know, you have definitely have strong work ethics and, and that's also, you know, part of the equation, which I love. And I love the fact that you spoke about recharging because I'm a big proponent of everybody doing something nice for themselves each and every day, you know, no matter what it is. And, um, uh, Pat had shared with me that uh, she's taking dancing lessons, which anybody who yeah. knows me knows I absolutely love. I love any form of dance. So I just love that you're doing that. I think it's fabulous. Yeah, we, I love it. We will meet on a new show called Dancing with the Entrepreneurs. <laughs> All things are possible. <laughs> I know. You never know, right? So um, I really appreciate everything that you have shared. Do you have any last words that you'd like to leave the listeners with? I always have a last word, Holly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And and here here's the thing. Life is short. So I saw this post, this graphic on Facebook one day, and it said, if you think you have time, you're wrong. We only have the moment. And so take that moment and be sure you are living your best life. You're doing the work that you love as entrepreneurs that you are getting paid well to do the work you love because we all have our different gifts and they have value and that you take good care of yourself and those that you love. Those are my parting words. Holly, thank you for having me as your guest. Thank you for the opportunity to give a few nuggets out here. And I trust anyone who's listening will grab one, run with it, make something happen today, and then you can have a really great sleep tonight. Thank you, Holly. Oh, I love it. Thank you. And I will list all the way uh, people can connect with you underneath the um, the podcast. So. Great. Thank you again. And for those listening, thank you so much for joining us today on New Rules for Your Life and Your Business. Have a great week. And remember to always have a positive mindset so you can live healthier and wealthier and happier with passion. And this is Holly signing off for today. But before we go, I have my question. Pat has taken 100% responsibility for her life. And the question for all those listening, have you... Today's show has been sponsored by The Empress Cloth on Amazon. TheEmpressCloth.com. Check it out. 
Save time, save money, save the environment. A much healthier way to clean for you, your family, your loved ones, and your pets. Thanks for listening to the new Rules for Your Life and Your Business podcast. If you're listening and you want to grab contact details for today's guest, information on resources mentioned, or any other show notes, head over to hollyrovinger.com for complete details. That's www.hollyrovinger.com. We would love to hear your thoughts on today's episode. So leave us a comment on the website or an honest review on iTunes. And to get regular tips to help you in today's rapidly changing world, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any of the new rules for your life and your business. 